Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Raven Slayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can infuse sex with a new understanding which is accompanied with positive emotions. We can view sex with a new understanding which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Welcome to tonight's edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. I am Lady Boy Gigi. Our topic tonight is anal play and anal sex. Anal play and anal sex. Breaking anal taboo. Many in our society consider anal play and anal sex as a taboo. Breaking this taboo can be very powerful and empowering. Anal play and anal sex can be very rewarding and can intensify the orgasmic experience for both women and men. The anus is rich in nerve endings and can be a source of extreme pleasure. Although we live in a sex-negative culture with many taboos, I think Anal taboo is one of the bigger ones. So to break the anal taboo, there's several things that can help out. First of all, learn the facts. Learn about safety, anal anatomy, learning how to relax, forming trust with your partner, playing with lean play, utilizing gloves, toys, and learning about the nerve endings of the anus. Believe it or not, 
the anus is rich in nerve endings, which can give amazing pleasure. Another thing that helps to break taboo is to get to know your anus. Explore it. View it with a mirror. You might even want to name it. Touch it lightly. Feel it. Give it pleasure. Let it get to know you and for you to get to know it. There's many benefits. For men, direct prostate stimulation is easily achieved through the walls of the rectum. Women can experience powerful uterine stimulation through the walls of the rectum. And we'll go into the anatomy in a little while. But first, I'd like to cover some of the safety issues for anal play and anal sex. If you're going to be inserting your fingers, be sure to manicure your fingernails. Be sure to cut off any cuticles and anything that could be irritating to the soft tissue of the anus. Use plenty of lube. You can never use too much. And you might want to keep a water bottle handy if you're using a water-based lubricant, which is usually the preferred method if you're using barriers that could be broken down by oil lubes. By keeping a water bottle handy, you can every so often mist the lube as it dries up and make it much more lubricating. Wear nitrile or vinyl gloves. Some people use latex gloves, but some people have allergies to latex, so it's best to use nitrile or vinyl gloves. Use a condom on toys and on penises if they're going to be inserted. Take time and experience the entire process. Never force an object into the anal area. The receiver should complete an anal enema, or an anal douche as I prefer to call it. Start with small insertable objects. Don't start with large unrealistic objects. On women who receive anal play, protect the vagina from lube and other items that have come into contact with the anus. If the woman is facing downward and the anal area is, is above her vagina, place a towel around the vagina so that lube cannot get dripped down into the vaginal opening. Clean and sanitize all toys in the play area before and after anal play. No foreign substances should ever be introduced into the rectum or the anal area. I know some people like to use alcohol as a douche because it gets them drunk. But the problem is, through the rectum, the alcohol goes straight into the bloodstream. And there's no way you can prevent alcohol poisoning if you get too much. So never introduce alcohol into the anal area. And never use numbing agents. Pain is our friend. It tells us when something's going wrong. The use of numbing agents could block the pain to the degree where you could have an accident or injury. 
I'd like to cover a little bit about anal anatomy. There are similarities and differences between men and women. First, I'd like to cover the similarities of anal anatomy between women and men. You want to understand anal anatomy before getting into anal play and anal sex. And I'll cover some of these things in more details later in the show. But the first thing to understand is that there are two sphincter muscles right at the anal opening. Once you enter the anal area, you're going into the rectum. Another common trait for both women and men is that the pubococcygeus muscles attach to the tailbone and can be accessed through the walls of the rectum. And I'll go into more details on how to play with that area. Female anal anatomy. The vagina and the uterus both come into contact with the rectal wall. The female prostate gland does not come into contact with the rectal wall. So you can't access the female prostate gland through anal play. In male anal anatomy, the male prostate gland does come into contact with the anal wall, and it can be an incredible area to play with. For men who are not into anal play, they can indirectly stimulate the prostate gland through a spot called the Dallas Million Dollar Spot. The Dallas Million Dollar Spot is located along the perineum. The perineum is that area between the backside of the testicles and right along the strip between your legs till you get to the anal opening. If you run your finger along the perineum, you will feel a small dimple or, or indentation right before you get to the anal area. That is the Taoist million dollar spot. If you use a vibrator or massage it with a vibrating massage, it will indirectly stimulate the male prostate gland. When it comes to sex, usually I don't like to speak in general terms, but when it comes to anal play, there are some general terms that do apply to everyone. And some of these come from tantric techniques, and they definitely apply. Before you get into anal play, you want to awaken the anus. Start outward and slowly work in. Play with the area surrounding the anus and the anal opening. You want to start playing on the perineum, on the buttocks, and also massage deeply into the butt massaging the sits bones, and then work around to the back side and massage the lower back area, especially on the sacrum bone and the tailbone. Communication is key. You want to work slow and with light pressure at first. There are two main reasons for not engaging in anal sex for many people. The first reason is that there may be feces present or that it can be smelly. The second main reason is that it can hurt. 
Both these complaints are easily resolved. Many drugstores sell douche bags, and they also sell small disposable enema bottles. Douche the rectum several times until the water comes out mostly clear. You want to always use clear, clean water, never anything with the added chemicals. Added chemicals are not healthy for the anal or the rectum. If you perform anal douching on a fairly regular basis, like I do sometimes, add non-iodized salt to the water to make a saline solution. Sea salt without iodine added is a good salt to use. Use one half teaspoon of salt in a quart of water and mix it well until the salt is completely dissolved. If you douche on a regular basis, it's also recommended that you replenish your probiotics on a regular basis. When you douche or use an enema, you want to use several douchings and douche several times and expel it each time until the water comes out mostly clear. If it's a little bit cloudy, that's okay because that won't make a difference in your play. But you do want it to be fairly clean inside. I like to take a shower and wash my anal area with warm soapy water after my douche. That way I know that I'm clean and fresh and ready for anal play. I'd like to address the second complaint that sometimes anal sex can be painful and that's easily remedied. One of the main things that is really important is to be able to totally relax. And that may seem intuitive at first, but there's some things that get in the way. The first thing is to understand both the internal and external sphincter muscles. The external sphincter muscle is a voluntary muscle. It's kind of like your muscles in your arm. You have voluntary control of flexing your arm. The internal sphincter muscle is an involuntary muscle. It's like your heart muscle. You can't voluntarily relax an involuntary muscle. Fortunately, there are some tricks you can use to relax the muscle. It's important first to form trust with your play partner and have trust with yourself if you're going to be playing with anal sex. You want to create a relaxing environment to play in. Turn off your cell phones. Put on some music. Lower the lights. Maybe even light some candles and incense. And create a soothing environment to play in. Deep breathing can also help with anal play. You want to take some time. Take some deep breaths and oxygenate your whole entire system. Deep breathing definitely promotes relaxation. Before you get into anal play, you want to do what's called a Taoist anal massage. And like I said earlier, you want to start on the area around the anus 
and work slowly to the anus. You want to not touch the anal opening at first, but massage the whole area around it. And then slowly as you warm up, work your way into the anal area and just massage on the outside at first. Use plenty of lubricant for your massage so that your skin is nice and luxuriously smooth and slippery. <laughs> Assist the anus to become familiar with the object to be inserted. This is a psychological warm-up. If you're inserting your finger, use your finger and just rub and play with the outside of the anal area. If you're playing with toys, rub the toy not pointed towards the anus, but horizontal to the anal opening, and just rub the toy around the anus. This helps create a psychological warm-up and it introduces your anal area to the toy. When you're ready to insert, hold the toy or other object 90 degree angle with a gentle pressure against the anal opening. Don't push hard, just very slight gentle pressure. Have the receiver squeeze their PC muscles, then relax them and then push like they want to eliminate. Pushing like you're eliminating may seem counterintuitive, but if you think about it, the natural course of elimination flow is outward. Pushing tricks the involuntary sphincter muscle into thinking it needs to relax, and so it does with a little bit of time and practice. For your first attempts, do not set a goal of penetration. Just get used to putting a little bit of pressure and squeezing and relaxing and pushing. If the object goes in, no problem. If it doesn't, no problem either. Just take your time. Allow it to happen when it will happen. Don't try to force it in. Don't try to push hard. Don't try to push the object hard. You want to just take the object in when you're ready. By taking the time and allowing the object just to come inside on its own, it will be pain-free anal play. Once in, don't move the object for a while. Let it just be inside. Let the anus get to know the object it is holding inside. Then, with slow movements, move the object in ways that feels good. You can slide it slowly in and out. You can kind of revolve the object around in small circles. Use plenty of lube and re-lubricate as needed. If you experience any pain whatsoever, stop. Stop all motion and then relax. Take deep breaths. If an object goes in, it will easily come out once you're relaxed again. It won't get stuck. Take some time and it, like I say, if there is pain, just stop all motion 
until you relax fully. And then massage the area around the anus again. And then when you're ready, use your PC muscles to squeeze on it a little bit and relax them and then push like you're trying to eliminate. Don't try to pull it out in a hurry. Once you get an object inside and you're relaxed and you've become accustomed to having it inside and you're starting to get hungry for stimulation, slowly build up the stimulation with slow motions. Use slight angles and you can go with shallow thrusts at first and build up to deeper thrusts. Your body will tell you when you're ready for more deep thrust and for heavy thrusting. But take your time. And for your first few times, you may want to just stick with the very light thrust and not go too deep at first. Once inside, take your time to explore inside your rectal area. For men, you have the prostate gland, and its location is about one to three inches inside the rectal area. To locate it, run the pad of your finger facing the pubic bone, then run it up and down about two to three inches inside. You will feel a little bump inside about the size of a walnut. That's the prostate gland. And it takes waking up the prostate gland for some men before stimulation feels good. So once you've located the prostate gland, you want to do wide circles around it to stimulate and start waking up the prostate gland. As it wakes up, you can move your circles smaller and smaller into the prostate gland, stimulating them lightly and going a little harder as it awakens. Communication is key. If you're playing with a play partner, communicate what feels good and what doesn't. Give them instructions on how heavy or light you need it to go. Tell them to make bigger circles or smaller circles. And tell them when they're ready, when they can press against the prostate gland and massage the prostate gland more directly. With some good communications and playing with a play partner, you can have an incredible anal experience. And many men will have a prostate gland orgasm through this type of play. For women, women can experience uterine orgasms. Once again, it's very important to understand the location. The uterus is located a little deeper in women than the prostate gland is located in men. So you want to go a few more inches up and you want to feel around, find where you feel that little bump that's the uterus. Once you've located it, you want to slowly wake it up by doing circles around it, large circles, and then slowly work your way into the uteral area. By taking your time and waking up the uterus, stimulation will start feeling really good.
For some women, they enjoy heavy pounding stimulation once the uterus is fully awakened. Once again, communication is key. Another area that's the same for men and for women is the pubococcygeus muscle stimulation. Pubococcygeus muscles attach to the tailbone. To locate them, you want to turn your finger around where it's facing the tailbone. Then run your finger up and down the tailbone and feel for a small indention or maybe a little dimple. It may be hard to find at first because if it's not woken up, it may just feel like the rest of the tailbone. But once you do find it, do small circles around it. Start waking up the pubococcygeus muscles. By waking them up, the dimple or indention will be a little bit more pronounced. And then stimulation will feel really good for some people. Some people, the first time they feel stimulation near the pubococcygeus muscle, it will feel very different and odd. They may or may not like it the first time, especially if it isn't fully awakened. But once you wake it up, stimulation can feel really good. It helps to have strong pubococcygeus muscles, and that produces better results. If your PC muscles are a little bit weak, then stimulation may not feel very good until you strengthen them. To strengthen the PC muscles, you want to do some PC muscle exercises, or the, what many people call the Kegel exercises. You want to squeeze and relax those muscles. The PC muscles can be identified as the muscles you use when you stop the flow of urine when you're urinating. Squeeze the muscles, then relax them. There's several different exercise workouts that can really tone up your PC muscles. Some people use the squeeze gently, then harder, then relax. Some do it. Squeeze, release, squeeze, release repeatedly. And then another set that you can do is where you squeeze real hard and hold it for a few moments and then release it. When you're doing your PC muscle exercises, it's important to breathe deep and really oxygenate the muscles. Our next area is the use of anal toys. It's always important to use toys that are made for use in the anal area. I always like to wrap a condom around the toys I use for anal sex, especially for the jelly-type dildos. Silicone dildos can be fully sanitized by boiling them in water. But never try to boil the jelly dildos because they will melt. When you pick out anal toys, be realistic with the size. Some people really want these big, huge toys that are really unrealistic, especially for your first-time experiences or even early-on experiences. You can build up to larger toys later on. When you're using anal toys, it's important to 
familiarize your anal area with the toy before trying to insert it. By familiarizing yourself with the toy, it creates a bond between you and the toy at a psychological level. Oftentimes, people become afraid that, oh, a toy may get stuck inside, but what goes in will come out. It's all a matter of fully relaxing, especially if there's pain involved. Because sometimes you can be playing and having a good time and all of a sudden stimulate something in the, just the wrong way where it becomes painful. But don't panic. Take your time. Just stop all motion if there's any pain whatsoever. And just relax. The toy will come out and you can bring it out using your internal muscles just by pushing. When you're using anal toys, be sure to fully awaken the anal area before inserting the toy. And then once inside, like with the finger, you want to keep the toy still for a little while. And then start with slow motions. As the motions and stimulation wakes up your anal play in your anus, then more vigorous action can commence. Once again, communication is the key. With anal toys, all toys used in anal play should have a rim or an edge to keep the toy from slipping in too far into the anus. The following toys are safe for anal play. Dildos and vibrating dildos that are designed for anal play. Butt plugs are great. Body cavity viewers can be used to view the inside of the anus so that you can get a whole new perspective on the structure of the anus and the inside of the rectum. There are also anal beads. They are balls connected by a string. Some have internal vibrating balls contained within them. They vibrate with motion. I've actually gone swimming with vibrating anal beads inside me, and that's an incredible experience. So is dancing with them in. You can also use an inflatable rubber dildo with an air pump to pump it up bigger as you feel comfortable with. The use of speculums can be incredible to open up and view inside. You never want to force it open, but allow it to gently open the anal area. A tinge unit with a dildo attachment can be very intense play. I wouldn't recommend this for those beginning in anal play, but it may be something you want to experience once you've gotten more accustomed and enjoyed the joys of anal sex. Dildos and butt plugs come in a variety of shapes and sizes. Some are curved, some are ridged, and some have different shapes to promote better prostate stimulation or uterine stimulation for women. Some have an interesting variety of shapes built into a single dildo. 
So explore and find the toys that you enjoy. It really takes experimenting and playing with different things to find what works for you. We're all neurologically wired differently and toys will be producing a whole different type of sensation. So play around, explore, and experiment. I would like to go into a little bit more detail on how to play with men anally. Once you've gotten inside and you've warmed up the prostate gland, often men will like deeper and more vigorous thrusting. It can feel so good, but you have to be totally relaxed and ready for that. But once you are, stimulating inside the whole entire rectal area can be amazing. Not just the prostate gland, but other areas around inside. It all feels so good inside. I usually like to start with an angle that will run right near the prostate gland and then change the angle once the prostate gland is fully awakened, where the object starts coming more in contact with the prostate gland. And once again, with clear communications, this person being penetrated can guide you in your play efforts. Take your time and once again, start with gentle stimulation and work up to more vigorous stimulation. It's as he likes it, as the receiver likes it. So take your time and communicate. By taking your time and communicating and really working it up slowly, you can have incredible orgasms and amazing experience with prostate gland stimulation. The same applies for women. When you're playing with women, start gentle. That's kind of the general rule of thumb. Start very gentle with easy gliding thrust, very slow, and then work up to more vigorous stimulation. Stimulate the edges of the uteral area first and work slowly to the center. Communicate often with your partner. Ask what types of stimulation feel pleasurable and, if any, which cause discomfort. Take time to wake up the uterus and work it slowly and gently at first. And as she wants it, she will instruct you when to go a little bit more vigorously. And some women like heavy pounding thrusts right into the uterus once it's fully awakened. And with the heavy thrusting, a woman can have what's called a uterine orgasm. It's the third type of orgasm that Deborah Sundahl describes in her book, The Female Prostate Gland in the G-Spot. Uterine orgasms can be incredible for women. They can be full of emotion and they can actually have squirting orgasms from uterine stimulation. For women, if you're enjoying uterine stimulation and you feel the urge to pee, it's not pee. 
go ahead and push and let it flow out. So that is your female ejaculate. And it's identical to male ejaculate minus the sperm. From what I've heard from my girlfriends, a uterine orgasm can be incredible. It takes time and it takes patience. Don't rush through anal play and anal sex. I can't stress this enough. You want to talk with your partner and slowly wake up the anal area. It's not something that you want to rush into. Give yourself plenty of time for anal play and anal sex. If you rush into it, that's when pain can come in. And you don't want that kind of pain. By taking your time and waking up either the prostate gland in men or the uterus for women or the pubococcygeus area for both men and women, you can explore and discover a whole new variety of sexual stimulation. I know the first time I got my pubococcygeus muscles massage and played with where they attached to the tailbone, it was incredible. It was a very different type of orgasm. An orgasm that it's hard to put into words. I didn't ejaculate, but I felt incredible sensations throughout my whole pubococcygeus muscle strip. It tended to just send tingly sensations all the way through the pubococcygeus muscles. It was an incredible sensation, unlike anything else I'd ever experienced before. The only way to really understand and know is to experience it for yourself. In your first attempt at playing with your pubococcygeus muscles, it doesn't feel good or it feels weird, back off work around it and fully warm it up. Give it a few attempts at play before you give it up entirely. Because like I said, the first time I did it, it felt kind of weird at first. So it really takes a good warm up and then it becomes such an amazing, incredible experience. It's unlike any other form of sex I've ever done. I don't know what you will experience, but play around with it and see what you discover. It's amazing. And so this ends our topic for tonight. Enjoy, explore, and with anal sex, be sure to take time, be patient, and don't rush things. Don't even try to rush to get something inside right away. If you've never played with anal play, allow yourself the time to experience it pain-free. If you rush, if you try to go too fast, it can become painful. So take your time, explore your body, and learn something new. With that, I leave you with a amazing journey to explore. Have a good night. 
I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.